0: okay hello everybody and welcome to finally girl a horror movie podcast i'm michael and i've seen a horror movie or two
1: and i'm eliza and i've seen none how should i do that though (laughs) because i've seen some
0: what none
1: But you said one or two. I've definitely seen one or two. I should be the one to say I've seen one or two. Okay, fine. I've seen a lot of horror films.
0: Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> no, keep it going. Just let it go. Let it go. God. <laughs> okay. Hello everybody and welcome to Finally Girl, a horror movie podcast. I'm Michael and I'm a horror aficionado. At least I like to think so.
1: And I'm Eliza, and I'm really not. I've seen a few uh, horror movies. I don't know what you want me to say. One you or two. We it. already saw. No, but you said I'm a horror, afic- horror aficionado. How yeah, am I supposed a- to see And
0: I've seen one or two. <laughs> and I've seen one or two. Like the way I said it the first time. I've oh. seen a lot of horror movies. Just say, uh, it's a, it, uh, people know you don't literally mean one or two. <laughs>
1: <laughs> That's not what I'm worried about. It just doesn't make any sense to say one or two.
0: I've seen what you say it in like a facetious way, you know, I'm a horror aficionado and I've seen a few. I've seen, See, I've seen make... one or two.
1: So that still doesn't make
0: me. Yes, sense. it does. They know people know you don't literally mean one or two. No,
1: like you're, you're saying I'm a horror aficionado and then the next person going "No, I've seen one or two. I've, I, I, I've seen one or
0: two. You know, it's it a makes little, more it's cheeky. Sense if you
1: say I've seen a lot of what horror movies. Hell, what the hell? Did they just jump? See, it makes more sense if you say I've seen a lot of horror movies, and then I say I've seen one or two. That makes more sense. Oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> what what did you say? Say, repeat this to me. <laughs> that you said you say I've seen a lot of horror movies, and then I say one or two. I've seen one or two. That yeah, makes that's more what sense. I said. No, you said I'm a horror aficionado. And then I'm supposed to say, and I've seen one or two. <laughs> That's what I'm saying, doesn't make any sense. Not the not the phrase I've seen one or two. I've definitely heard that phrase before, my guy.
0: What? I don't know what's confusing about it.
1: But So, okay. So you say I'm Michael Richter and I'm a horror aficionado. I'm Elias Afarol and I've seen one or two. Of what? <laughs> that's why i'm saying i'll say was, horror movie then. i've seen i've seen a whole lot of horror movies and i've seen one or two it makes the more sense.
0: intro is a, a horror movie podcast I so know, they're gonna
1: know what but it, it sounds be. stupid if you say i'm a horror aficionado and then i'm like i've seen one or two
0: this is what i have to deal with <laughs>
1: that makes no sense <laughs>
0: What? How does it not make any sense?
1: The phrase itself makes sense. Oh my God. But by saying you're a horror aficionado and then me going, and I've seen one or two, it just doesn't flow with the conversation. Saying you've seen a lot of horror movies and then me saying I've seen one or two makes way more sense than saying you're a horror aficionado and I've seen one or two.
0: I will say horror movie. horror. Film. You just refuse to do what I say. <laughs> oh my God. <clears throat> Anyway, this is the podcast <laughs> Stop, damn it I'm gonna
1: choke you Anyway, this is the podcast
0: Okay <clears throat> This is Finally Girl, a horror movie podcast I'm Michael And I'm a horror movie aficionado Horror movie aficionado <laughs>
1: And I'm Eliza, and I've seen one or two. Two what? I don't know. <laughs> but I've seen one or two. Oh, my God. Makes no <laughs> sense. What, I, I guess I can just say, and no, I'm not. That makes way more sense. How does it make any? I thought I liked it. It does not flow well. It sounds like it sounds much like, can you not agree with me that if you say I've seen a lot of horror movies and then I say and I've seen one or two makes way more sense than saying I'm a horror aficionado and I've seen one or two. (laughs) You cannot deny that makes way more sense. All right. You're just being a dick I guess. all day today. You want to disagree with everything I fucking say. Oh You're just like a little twelve-year-old kid, it's like talking to my brother. Kill me, somebody.
0: David's gonna listen to this. I can't believe he said that.
1: I hope he goddamn does.
0: Oh God, she loves you, David.
1: <laughs> I'm gonna quit this podcast. <laughs> Night
0: of Total Terror. <coughs> Night of the Living Dead, the dead who live on living flesh. All right, welcome one and all to finally, girl, a horror movie podcast. I'm Michael, and I've seen I've seen a lot of horror movies.
1: And I'm Eliza, and I've seen one or two.
0: All right, is that good? That sounds a good intro. Is that a good intro? Should I call Matt and ask him (laughs) what he thinks? I think he would agree with me on that. I'm not calling him. Okay. Today we're gonna to be discussing the 1968 classic *Night of the Living Dead*. What do you know about *Night*? What do you know about *Night*? Is this is this, the, this was the first time? Yeah, seen the,
1: the first time I've seen *The Night of the Living Dead*. But I do know a little bit. Um, being a tour guide in Pittsburgh, I knew the name George Romero, George A. Romero, and I knew that it was filmed in like Butler County, I think, Pennsylvania. Am I right?
0: Evan City. Evan City,
1: PA. Yeah, Butler, so north yeah. north of the city of Pittsburgh.
0: Yeah, we're from the South Hills um and if you're from Pittsburgh, <laughs>
1: <laughs> you only know the north or the south.
0: Uh we don't really go, you know, we don't go up there. <laughs> we don't really stay on our own two sides, you know, on <laughs> either side. Yes, we are from we are emanating from the South Hills of Pittsburgh right now. <laughs> yeah, so it was filmed. what did anything else do you know about the movie before?
1: Oh, oh uh, zombies. Zombies. Zombies, which I I did notice they didn't call them zombies in the movie, but they are zombies, right?
0: They are zombies as we know them today, yeah. It's really the, the blueprint for every zombie property since 1968. You can see the influence in even like To the Walking Dead. Any zombie property. Books, TV, movies.
1: So was this the first zombie movie
0: ever? No. Or in the U.S.? No. No. Zombies and like horror itself was very different before this movie.
1: When What year did this come out? 68, 1968.
0: 68. They film in 67? Yeah, it wrapped filming in November of 1967. Okay. There were quite a few zombie movies before this, but they were not... It never felt real. Everything... It was more gothic, probably the right term I am looking for. Most of those movies, and if you think of horror before this time, before the late sixties and early seventies, most of the villains are like more like monsters and the zombies. And this, I mean, you could say zombies are monsters, sure, but like Bulls. they're real, they're real people. Um, and before this, they didn't quite feel like that. It didn't feel like the living dead
1: yeah that's something that I noted too during the movie is that I actually I did not expect the zombies I'm just gonna keep calling them zombies throughout the the show but um I did not expect them to look like that at all I was expecting like the walking dead kind of I guess it also is different because it's in black and white, so you don't really see, like, the blood and, like, how blue they are. But uh, the makeup was really good, I thought. I thought the design, the costume design and everything was really cool. And I liked that they just looked like regular people. But, like, how they said in the, like, one of the newscasts in the movie that they looked like the, what did they, um, the unburied dead.
0: Mm-hmm. The
1: unburied dead, which was pretty cool.
0: What do you know about George Romero.
1: Not much. I think he's Pittsburgh born. No,
0: he wasn't. He wasn't. No, he was was born in New York. He's from the Bronx, and he moved to Pittsburgh when he was a teenager, actually.
1: But he's done a
0: bunch of other stuff before The Night of the Living Dead, right? Not film-wise. He was actually... He shot commercials in the Pittsburgh area. He did a lot of commercials. Like, he shot a lot of... Iron City and Duquesne beer, which Duquesne's not around anymore, but Iron City is still pretty popular here in the Pittsburgh area. So he did a lot of commercial. He did that's where he made a lot of his money to uh, put in the Night of the Living Dead. And what? he, well, I mean, he found other investors and he created a new production company called Image Ten, which that's then So those
1: commercials with. were they like directly before this movie? So this was like his first big started, feature film.
0: Yeah, his first feature film. He did shorts before that. He even did some uh, short films for products um, and other st- stuff. Like uh, he worked on Mister Rogers' Neighborhood, which oh. a lot, of, which even like in preparation for this, I watched Birth of the Living Dead the documentary came out in twenty thirteen. It's available to stream on Shutter right now. Um, he says in that like most uh the people from Pittsburgh who were in who have, who were in the film business, like coming up at that time, sixties, seventies, eighties, they worked some capacity on Fred Rogers' show.
1: Yeah, like Michael Keaton.
0: Yeah, Michael Keaton did. That's another famous example. So do you know do you think do you know do you know George Romero's alive?
1: I, I figure he's dead but now he that,
0: died yeah. five years ago just
1: five yeah. years ago a I lot of start- our
0: a lot of our great horror
1: directors died in Wait, around the- was it 2017 uh yeah that was when I first started on the ducky tours so that would have been the same year that I would have started talking about this movie <laughs>
0: get into what what did you think of the movie
1: i liked it overall i liked it i thought that like i said i liked the costume design i i loved the music in that movie the score i think was
0: what did you think at the beginning because it starts with that eerie music already as they're driving up the hill the
1: first thing i wrote in my notes was that it reminded me the twilight zone The music really reminded me of The Twilight Zone, and that very first scene with them, like, riding on, like, the road up the hills really (laughs) really reminded me of that TV show. And I love The Twilight Zone, so I was really interested in that. I mean, do we (laughs) want to talk about what I didn't like about it? Because I can talk about that. there's, There's a few things I hated about the movie, and I'm sure it was done that way
0: on purpose but well, what did you hate about the
1: I, I hated don't... the women's characters the female characters in that movie they made me want to like sh- get up and strangle the characters
0: so well, there's three main ones and you're gonna help. barbara you're gonna have to help yeah i know Barbara. barbara's and number then, one and, is, then, and, then, and then what tom's i liked i liked, liked Cooper. yeah
1: Judy pissed me off because had she not, I know why she ran out of the house to go back into the truck to go get gas with Tom because she was scared that Tom was going to be out there alone and she wanted to be with him. I get that. Had she not done that, Tom and Ben would have gotten the gas and would have been fine.
0: Oh, then we have no movie, though.
1: Yeah, I know. But like
0: there's no movie it
1: just made me with- they just like constantly made the females so useless and screw-ups the entire movie it was like the females fault besides cooper the guy harry cooper he he was just a dick the whole time and i hated him and i loved when ben shot him <laughs> i laughed out loud but barbara i don't think oh the fe-
0: i mean i don't think the female characters are necessarily i wouldn't describe them as useless that's I, what i
1: wrote in my notes that they were useless
0: In distressed i feel like more so especially obviously barbara
1: i have never seen Anybody be so catatonic in a in a in a stressful situation? Maybe that's just because I'm not like that at all. But it just frustrated me so much, and I obviously it frustrated Ben in the movie too because he punches her in the face, which is another really funny scene. He's <laughs> not a punch. I feel like it's just a strike. He striked her. I guess, I guess strike. We're
0: gonna strike. Call it strike.
1: Strike is probably a better way to say it. But he <laughs> smacked her right in the face, and it just. I was like, thank God someone did it. And then she still was just useless the whole time. I just.
0: Ugh. She has no idea what's going on.
1: Nobody does. But they're and, all listening to the saw radio. Their brother
0: all, die. So
1: did they saw their daughter get bitten by one of those?
0: Yeah, but they don't. That's just different.
1: I mean, no, it's not. I don't I think, think it's different.
0: A death and getting bitten, I think, is a big Yeah, difference. but she
1: doesn't know for sure if he died. That She wanted to go and look out for him. She's just being uh, the stereotypical woe is me female from that time period. And that's what really pissed me off. Like, she's a damsel in distress kind of thing, which I got really annoyed with. It was very cringy the whole time.
0: I think you get too wrapped up in the logic. I of the- do. And I think you got to suspend your disbelief a little bit. I'm very disbelieved.
1: But yeah, I, I just, uh, I wrote that many times. I, I, let me see where exactly I wrote. Girl is suddenly not wanting to speak.
0: She spoke the entire time in the car with her brother. Because she's now just been traumatized by...
1: One zombie at first, and then we've never seen
0: this before.
1: What do you mean? One zombie. Just one zombie, and my girl is just, she just loses her speech. She becomes a mute all of a sudden, and her screams were so annoying. But besides her, I think really I'm just stuck. I hated Barbara so much that I couldn't even get past it. She didn't help Ben at all. And I wish they would have had like a badass female role in this movie. There was not a single badass female in this movie, which I guess like, I don't know, too early for its time. I don't know. It was of
0: its time there, but yeah, we do have a... Strong, aggressive black lead, which is which I did uncommon, write about, especially among a in amongst a, a sea of white people.
1: I loved Ben the whole time. He, I was like, hell yeah! Finally, someone who's actually getting to work and and doesn't care about what anybody else's opinion is. He knows what's right, and he's sticking to his guns. But which I uh, really like.
0: He uh, is really the only classically trained actor. too, of of the bunch.
1: All right. Don't worry about him. I can handle him.
0: Probably be a lot more of them as soon as they find out about us. Barbara, Judith, O'Day. She went on to do some. She had some roles. She did not. Not nothing huge. That's definitely the role she's most well known for. Outside of them, the rest of them were friends. Really? Because uh, I
1: thought Harry Cooper, as much as I didn't like his character, I thought he was a great actor.
0: Yeah, he Carl Hardman, uh, the actor who played Harry. If you go on IMDb, this is he has one other feature film credit for a movie called Santa Claus.
1: I wonder if he did theater before that because he seemed like a theater actor getting on the screen with all his like pantomimes and movements and stuff. He reminded me of a, a dramatic. He, Theater was a, actor. he
0: was just one of the investors in the movie. That's wild. Um, he did a
1: great job then.
0: Co-screenwriter, John Russo, he played a zombie. A lot of people Romero did ads for, they were zombies in the movie. Mm-hmm. Uh, the police, a lot of the police you see in the movie are actual police that they just called up and they went along ask. with
1: it. I was going to ask, because they did seem like... They were just like pittsburgh police or Except something Except for
0: the the uh the police chief he's a guy from clareton pa hmm. not too far from where we are right now yeah he was a steel worker from clareton and, wow
1: and, uh,
0: you can hear the the pittsburgh his pittsburgh accent you really can well
1: chief chief mcclellan how's everything going oh things aren't going too bad men are taking it pretty good you want to get on the other side of the road over there
0: chief do you think we'll be able to defeat these things
1: well we killed 19 of them today right in this area those last three we caught trying to claw their way into an abandoned shed they must have thought somebody was in there there wasn't though we heard them making all kind of noise we came over and beat them off blasted them down
0: a lot of the people were they were learning on the job this was not this was a kind of a guerrilla shoot nobody knew even romero admits in birth of the living dead and was like i don't know what a director does. Yeah, I don't know what director but I think is.
1: Yeah, and I can, I guess I could see that in like the fighting scenes when the zombies are fighting with the humans, and like you can literally tell that they're not actually hitting each other at all; they're like hitting the ground, like yeah, classic, inches from like their, like their a, face.
0: A, like a theater punch, yeah. Or like a, but it was just so like, awful. <laughs> almost like like pro wrestling. Uh,
1: yeah, but like worse. <laughs> Very obvious, but like it was okay because, like, I wrote that too. That the music around, like, that the music that was playing in the background was loud and scary enough for you not even to realize they're not punching each other, they're not actually
0: hurting each other. Uh, I'm surprised you like the music so much. The music, I like the music in the movie, it's not like uh, like Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Oh, I liked it more than that. It's a very classical score, I think that's what.
1: That's what Maybe because I've
0: seen so much so so much horror, it feels more comforting to me than anything. Really, it feels. I it, feels like, it. It feels like <laughs> I don't know. It feels like home almost in a sense.
1: Yeah, I really enjoyed the score. I mentioned it a few times in my notes where I was like, "Man, that scene would not have been as scary had they not done the or what? the the low basses. The the bass in the background was so low, like the stereo was like shaking."
0: Because even like when Romero mentions in *Birth of the Living Dead* that like they didn't write the character to be black, it was not intended. It was just they, the best they found, job. Yeah, they found the best actor for the job. Mm-hmm. And I always felt like, yeah, that's how it plays off. Like it feels like like a person who like those people like I don't see color type of people wrote the script. Like I always felt like, eh, it's kind of dated in that sense, but. Back then, a lot of, I mean, you're looking at the time where the civil rights movement, Vietnam was happening, and a lot of black characters on film were... Their blackness was surely mentioned. Really, It was brought up, so it was kind of refreshing at the time to have this character and not bring up the racial issues. Of course, it's going to come up, and even Romero says he kind of wishes that they... Would have touched on it a little bit more. I don't know if I don't know if you necessarily have to because no. like I don't know when it, I don't know how that would fit into the story organically. Like no. these people uh, trapped in a farmhouse. Like what? Like what, and what? We're gonna take a minute for like a soliloquy for him to talk
1: about. Well, I was race
0: relations in America.
1: Like thinking about it now, I'm like I don't think I remember any other black actor in that movie.
0: Yeah, he's the only one. He's the only black actor. Unless there was some—I don't even. Unless think... Almost one like, of the I, zombies. But unless I, some of the zombies. Someone. I don't remember I don't seeing remember a zombie. Seeing, yeah. yeah. Please. Girl, don't you know what's going on out there? This is no Sunday school picnic. Don't you
1: understand? My brother is alone.
0: Your brother is dead.
1: No, my brother is
0: not dead. <laughs> what? was so refreshing at the time for that character is that he was aggressive and most black characters were not theirs they were like very pleasant and yeah. very very uh they, they were allowed to be smart but they couldn't like you know like not like shaft had come out yet or anything yeah
1: they wanted to make them not seem so scary on screen yeah, it always felt yeah. like a black
0: character that was on screen was like representing a whole race of people. Like yeah. they couldn't be an individual; they had to represent. They had to be a whole race,
1: right? And I, I really enjoyed. What was his name? The guy who plays Ben,
0: Dwayne Jones. Dwayne oh. Jones. Yeah.
1: Yeah, yeah, I loved his his portrayal of that character, and I thought he did a fantastic job. Well, was he any other uh, big feature films after this?
0: After this, so he died in 1988 at oh, 51. Wow. After this, he his next big role was in Ganja and Hess. I have no idea. I don't know anything about that movie. I'm assuming it has something to do about weed. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, with a name like that, you'd think um, so. After that, he goes on. He does a couple. I think he really went on and did a lot more theater than anything else. So, talked about your hatred for Barbara. We talked about uh ben dwayne jones so let's move on to the coopers helen and harry and then i don't the daughter's name
1: karen yeah
0: you're better with character names than me
1: yeah i'm good at remembering that but oh god mr cooper was such a dick you're telling me we have to risk our lives because someone might need help (laughs) and ben was like Yeah, something like that. Like, (laughs) like, yeah, if I hear a woman screaming upstairs, I'm going to come up and see if she needs
0: help. So you have Helen and Harry. Harry's an asshole.
1: I like Helen. She kind of, like, it seemed like they had, like, some sort of, like, tiff between the two. She said something about, like, you may not like living with each other or but we're she, not going to die together, or whatever she said.
0: So we, you may, we, she says something along the lines of, we may hate living together, but dying together is not going to solve anything. Yeah, that, yeah,
1: but I really liked her. She kind of stood up to him a little bit, like more than I expected her to, based off of how Barbara was acting the whole time. I was like, oh man, we got another well, woman I, who's going to be like this.
0: I still say Bar- Barbara is a different story. I don't think she's necessarily submissive, but and
1: well, Helen definitely wasn't. No, I liked. I liked how she gave.
0: She gave some attitude back to Harry. So, Tom.
1: Mm-hmm. I liked Tom uh,
0: who was very nondescript guy, very agreeable guy.
1: <laughs> yeah, he just seemed he like he wanted, wanted to help. He tried
0: to play peacemaker. Yeah. between the two, which was kind of futile.
1: <laughs> wasn't going to be worth it because the two, Ben and Harry, were very
0: polar opposites. And that is pretty much our main cat. I mean, also there's Judy, too, who she... She
1: only had, like, four lines in the whole
0: movie, I think. She was... uh She's right along with Tom as being kind of agreeable. And then there was the... And then Karen, the daughter.
1: Yeah, which as soon as they told me that she had a fever, I was like, that little girl's gonna be a zombie. Which she, of course, <laughs> turns out to be a
0: little zombie. She was a frightening little zombie, too. Yeah, so actually, it's interesting that say that about her when the movie came out like that was pretty that was pretty shocking at the time to see a little girl eat her her mother and her daughter well Well, her her father
1: well we don't see her eat the mother we just see her continually stab her with that gardening. Kills the
0: father eats the, kills the mother eats the father. Yeah
1: kills the mother eats the father
0: Um, that was pretty shocking another um, interesting thing about that when this movie was released it was usually paired with of course, other horror movies at the time, and a lot of horror at the time was actually aimed at kids. So it was oh. so something I actually didn't know until I watched Birth of the Living Dead, a lot of children saw this movie when it came out. A lot of kids, a lot of wow. young kids, like 10, 11, like preteen kids, saw, and were just terrified of anything. In fact, uh, Roger Ebert's review of the movie mentions a kid that was... Uh, like crying in in one of the aisles of the theater. Oh my was, god! Yeah. So it was it was pretty it was pretty jarring for the time. Yeah, a lot of
1: uh, I wouldn't say this is necessarily a children's movie, or like yeah, there wasn't a lot no. of like blood or gore. But that's also because it was a black and white movie. They did have like the dead body in the abandoned house that they stumbled upon, which was pretty cool with the teeth sticking out of the skull um looked like just her face had been eaten off which was pretty sweet i thought that looked really cool it Was cool, but i can't imagine a kid seeing that i would cry if i were a kid and then seeing the
0: that. zombies eating like the, the entrails which were real animal entrails
1: i was gonna ask that, about that
0: uh one of the crew members was a was a butcher Ew. and he brought yeah <laughs> he brought so were they actually consuming them they were yeah i don't know if they were swallowing it but they were they were like munching on it yeah Wow cuz I thought that looked really realistic. I'm like, "Whoa." Oh. <laughs> I don't think they were whole, That's like on, a like, liver. whole on consuming it, but they they were munching it and Romero says like a lot of like the actions by the zombies were ad-libbed like a lot oh. of people came up with that stuff on their own yeah um do you know what the the rules of like the a, a zombies are like how do you kill a zombie
1: well i know they mentioned it in the newscast about just like killing the brains yeah
0: so that's that kind of that's where that this
1: and then setting really, them on fire was another way too. now
0: like pretty much every zombie movie from here on out like that's, that's just the getting the, the, the brains. brains and video games like if you play Play zombie like if you like Call of Duty zombies, for example. Yeah. Like you have to get like, actually to kill I mean, you you have to go for the head to kill them. Yeah, I'm not a very big zombie person. I've never seen The Walking Dead. The the scenes where the zombies are like set on fire. Yeah. And there are people actually being set on like they were Well, they set their clothes on fire.
1: You could yeah, see the the clothes they were, that they were wearing just set up Yeah, they
0: were just like they rolled around wow. until it got too hot, they just they, that's really they cool. Would just roll around in the grass. Talk it about was... method acting. <laughs> <laughs> That's yeah, sure. <laughs> <laughs> what did you think about the newscasts? I I liked them. I, I don't I don't know if
1: those stations are still around in Pittsburgh or not. KQV, I think, was one of them, which I'm assuming is like KDKA.
0: Uh actually KDKA was around at that Yeah, because I thought it was, it was not, the first radio um, station. One one of the newscasters at KDKA at the time actually played a zombie in the movie.
1: Oh, that's cool.
0: And then speaking of news people or on air personalities, Bill Cardill was in it he interviewed the chief of police in the movie mm-hmm. he was hanging out i think there.
1: they called him chief mccardle which i chief thought
0: mcclelland oh, mcclelland okay um he and he was a horror host so he hosted a horror tv series every week in pittsburgh and he actually mentioned while they were filming it he would mention it every week i'm like oh there's a horror movie being filmed <laughs> here in pittsburgh cool. his nickname was chilly billy chilly billy chiller theater
1: was that on the same like broadcast station as uh, like Mister
0: Rogers was being? I don't think it was the same. I, I like PBS or something. I don't think it. it I don't think it was PBS.
1: And he is like Pittsburgh famous. Yeah, big Pittsburgh famous.
0: Okay, so he his show aired on. W what it was called W I I C at the time. Now it's W P X I, which is the local NBC affiliate in Pittsburgh.
1: Okay. Okay, that um, makes sense. Yeah, I like the newscasts. It kind of reminded me, I actually, which is funny, I just watched what's that Will Smith movie? I Am Legend.
0: Yeah, actually, you know what's funny is that I Am Legend was a was a book before it was a movie. But, oh, okay. And uh Romero was actually reading that around the time before.
1: Oh. Yeah, wow. it's funny that you bring
0: that
1: up yeah i wow that's so crazy
0: you know it, it's a, a loose influence on the movie
1: well that's what i was gonna say is and i am legend with the newscasters and the radio stations really reminded me of um or
0: well then i'm loving to remind newscasts actually remind me a lot of the few like radio reports you hear in texas chainsaw Massacre.
1: oh yeah like yeah just like that too like well, oh, like just at the like beginning, awful
0: shit happening.
1: Well, like at the beginning, when the radio station was not working, and Barbara's brother Johnny was like, "Oh, the radio station wasn't broken, or it wasn't the radio that was broken. It was the radio station couldn't get the frequency or whatever." Which I still don't understand why that was out. I don't know if it was had to do with the space thing that they talked about, the spaceship coming back from Venus. Maybe of all the radiation it brought may have messed with the radio frequencies. I don't know. So that what that's actually what made me at first think is this a movie about zombies or are these aliens? Uh,
0: they never actually mentioned like how how this the space happened.
1: thing. Yeah. Well, they,
0: not not space, just how how these people
1: Yeah, it was all speculation about the radiation or whatever that came.
0: Yeah, that that's one of the theories mentioned, but it's never no one conclusive. Ever Romero says uh okay. The uh, explanation he ever needed was that there was no more room in hell, so the dead have to walk the earth.
1: Yeah, The unburied
0: dead. That's the freakiest line. Unburied dead. Do you know the original title of the movie?
1: No. What's the original title? Night
0: of the Flesh Eaters.
1: Ew. Well, actually, that makes sense because they talk kept talking about how they eat flesh that's what the the newscasters kept saying they're eating
0: flesh when they finally found a distribution company to release it in the theaters that's when they decided to change it to night of living dead and i like they made a big mistake and did not copyright it so it's been in the public domain ever since it came out. Nuh We could talk over the whole movie if we wanted to. There's been so many pirated versions of it. There were, there's no way really to know how much money it's made because of how oh. many pirated versions there were.
1: That sucks, but I love the name Night of the Living Dead. Oh, baby. Oh yeah, that was funny <laughs> when the little girl eats. <laughs> when um when Helen comes downstairs to check on Karen and Karen's just down there eating her dad and uh, <laughs> Helen goes, "Poor baby, poor baby." <laughs> and then she just stabs her mom repeatedly. "Poor baby." <laughs>
0: It's quite ironic because he wanted to stay down in the basement the whole time.
1: Exactly, when but she then, was the most dangerous down there the whole time.
0: But where does Ben end up? Dead. Not well. No. Where does he go for oh, refuge yeah. from all the zombies? He did go down to the the and cellar. Ironic part, yeah.
1: But I agreed with Ben the whole time, too. I was like, they shouldn't go down in the cellar. They have everything they need. That that should be their last resort. And which I think he did use it as his last resort. Yeah,
0: yeah, he did. Like in the middle of the movie, even uh, Tom says like, well, we can stay up here. And then if we have to, we can always run to yeah. the basement. And which I thought was very smart. Which was, you know. Which they did. Well, which Ben did.
1: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh... Yeah, when Barbara got taken away by those zombies, I didn't even realize she had gotten like pushed into the crowd, like that, or grabbed into the crowd, and
0: you noticed right away she was taken away from her bro- by her brother.
1: Yeah, I knew that was her brother immediately. It actually
0: took—I I don't know—I think it was like the third time I saw this movie. Like,
1: oh, that's her brother. No, right? I knew because he had the driving the, gloves. Yeah,
0: that's—I just never paid attention to the gloves
1: because he puts—he has this whole scene yeah. in the beginning of the movie yeah, where he's they putting them re- on. They
0: really, they really—you know—spill it out for you.
1: I knew the second I saw him, I was like, "That's Johnny." I knew he Johnny like turned a, into a zombie. A Superman
0: on me, taking. Those glasses off (laughs) (laughs) who is that (laughs) they're coming to get you barbara
1: stop it you're ignorant
0: they're coming for you barbara
1: stop it you're acting like a child
0: they're coming for you look there comes one of them now and then we have the ending very bleak very very of the very of its time
1: i was so annoyed with the ending i was like all that work ben did for nothing he gets shot by the freaking police right in between the eyes right between
0: the eyes
1: Ugh! what a good shot though But uh, that just made me so sad. And then dragging out the bodies, too. And I was like, no, Ben, you it's worked a-
0: so hard. Yeah. And it was definitely, it definitely felt like images that you'd see on TV around the time of, of like the race riots. Yeah. And, um, like cops dragging out black people. Yeah. And, uh,
1: it did seem like that in the way they, the images. They were still in black and white, but they were almost like newspaper images. Uh, it, to me, it seemed like that at the end when they were just showing the bodies being yeah, the pulled still, out. The still images. The still images. Yeah. It looked like newspaper like images.
0: Yeah, I feel very, very deliberate. Let's go check out the house. There's something there. I heard a noise. All right, Vince.
1: Hit him in the head, right between the eyes. yeah i i guess it was a good ending that i was not expecting ben to die but i was kind of just frustrated that i'm like ben you could have just stayed in the cellar you heard the police sirens you knew that police were out there you could have stayed in the cellar yelled through the door my name is ben i'm a human i'm not a zombie someone help me someone help me
0: maybe if you're white
1: but i don't know <laughs> i don't know there weren't even black zombies, so how did they know that he was a zombie? There weren't any black ones. I didn't
0: care; they just saw black and started shooting.
1: I just think <laughs> I figured it's, it's I thought terrible. if he was white too, they would have shot him too. They would have thought it was a zombie either way.
0: Yeah, it's po- yeah, it's possible, but it feels like. I mean, it probably it 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 doesn't. It's not. It's not technically deliberate for him because, as. I said it was not written specifically for a black man, but when, you know, when him being shot by the police, it does feel very, um, yeah, a deliberate deliberate message, but uh, a very, very bleak, very bleak ending. Oh, so um, sad. I don't have the attachment. This is obviously, I, I think, and like a lot of people believe like this is the start of modern horror this is where you see the tide changing where so we go from here to like the next big thing is texas chainsaw and then halloween where everything feels more realistic not so yeah. much like zombies Or excuse me monsters and and goblins it's serial and, killers and gothic. Mm. it gets more re- realistic and away from that with texas chainsaw and halloween
1: and I think the more realistic it is, the scared the more scared I get. Cause I'm like, oh God, that could actually happen. Like I feel like in this, I, I and that's another thing that we talked about at the beginning, is I, I I prefer the realism in a horror movie. I really think that's what spooks me the most. But I did like the the grabbing of the hands in the window. That was scary. There were a lot of scary scenes and I jumped. Hmm. You saw me jump yeah, a few yeah, times. You did. Um, and I think that, like I said, the score really helped with that uh, for this movie for me.
0: Yeah, it's with this movie, like I appreciate I I definitely appreciate it. And I understand why it's important. I don't have it up there like some of its like Texas Chainsaw. contemporaries um, or what would come afterwards. Like, you know, like Halloween and Texas Chainsaw. And I don't have I don't have and I don't there's not the nostalgia factor for me because I came to this movie actually pretty late. I'm 26 and. I think the first first time I saw it was like in high school and a lot of um, like I saw Halloween, Friday the 13th, Nightmare on Elm Street, younger than I probably should have like when I was a preteen or even younger, like seven, eight years old. In fact, like something like Halloween I saw when I was seven. Um, So I don't it doesn't have that special place in my heart like those other movies um, or other big horror titans of the time. But it is, it's the beginning and it's a, I think the perfect start point, but it was pretty stupid to not uh, do a movie with a final girl. We don't even have a final, uh, a guy either.
1: (laughs) Yeah, no one lived at the end of this. No final anybody. Um, but finally girl I watched the nine of the living dead um and I'm, I'm pretty glad I did i because especially since I've been talking about this film for five years and in like something like 300 400 500 tours that I've talked about this movie being filmed in Pittsburgh so it's good to put a put an a, a face to the name I guess <laughs>
0: yeah even I even compared to the other movies in the the Dead series if you will like dawn I per, I like Dawn and day more
1: are those a part of the Night of the Living Dead
0: I mean they're so none of them are like direct sequels they're all they're all about zombies I don't know they're not spinoffs they're
1: just in the same kind of realm
0: yeah, yeah world the same world. I don't even know if they're necessarily part of the same world either uh well everybody died in the this world so yeah (laughs) Yeah,
1: i mean overall i liked the movie i think i I think the most redeeming qualities for me were the like i said the score and ben i loved ben so much so i was really sad to see him and see him not not beat everybody not have a final final man (laughs) final boy (laughs) a final boy
0: i think that's it huh yeah i don't know how do you think we did any
1: final thoughts what what do you give this uh movie on a, a rating of one to what is it, one to three?
0: One to why who rates it one to one to three? four. I mean yeah, like that's the classic like Roger Ebert scale. If I had to, it would be like three out three out of four. Three Sorry. out of four? Yeah. I'd give it a two out of four. Two? You yeah. don't even like it then.
1: I you liked can, it. Then I, I
0: can't give it a two. <laughs> this is why I don't like star ratings. See, well, I don't like rate. That's really. why I like I one out of that's ten. That's why I kind of get out. Yeah, really,
1: I'd, I'd, I, I,
0: yeah. Know, I, I
1: would recommend parts. it if, if 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 I had a friend that was into classic films, I would definitely recommend this film for sure.
0: Classic, but they would have already seen it. What do
1: you mean? Would you recommend? Would you? Well, just because you're into classic films doesn't mean you're into classic horror
0: movies. No,
1: it, could, it could just be, you know, I, I would recommend it. I don't think my
0: sister would like it. So your sister, does she even like horror she likes horror. Okay.
1: <laughs> <laughs> She's seen less horror movies than I
0: have, so. Yeah, yeah. All right, well, that's it. That's this has been finally, girl.
1: A horror movie podcast.